Hi, this is Becca. Welcome to my podcast, Redefining Rest, where we talk about practical and intentional ways to rest in your everyday life. So Dr. Brittany, you are my guest today and I'm so thrilled to have you. You were my chiropractor many years ago and you have a special place in my heart. So I'd love for you to introduce yourself. Just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Oh, thanks, Becca. I'm so glad to be here. And this is so cool that you're doing this podcast. It has been an absolute blessing knowing you for the past, oh my gosh, yeah, seven or eight years now, maybe. Yeah. So I'm Dr. Brittany. I own Thrive Family Chiropractic in Lincoln, Nebraska. And I opened this practice. I've been practicing for, oh gosh, 12 years now. And I opened this practice about six and a half years ago. We serve moms and kids and families. And my vision was just to have this amazing family practice where parents and kids are pouring in all day long and not necessarily for things like back pain or neck pain or headaches, but for really true wellness and holistic health from the inside out. So we help families to live a healthier, more full life, have stronger immune systems, better digestion, better sleep, ultimately things like better rest. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that's perfect. And outside of work, you have three kids too. So you have a lot on your plate. Yes, we've got three kiddos. Raylan is eight, Ruby is five, and Stetson is three. So a lot going on along with our chiropractic practice. We've got, oh, just other businesses and things like that. We have 20 acres and a bunch of horses and animals. And so we definitely keep ourselves super busy. Yes, very <laughs> so rest busy. rest is a good topic for me <laughs> to, to really think about today as well. <laughs> yeah, that's like a, a lot. I mean, we don't have three kids. We have two kids. But the reason I felt convicted to start this podcast is I listened to a speaker talk about how we should work from a place of rest instead of just working all the time and taking a rest from our work. And he talked about how, you know, Sabbath is a commandment. And in my mind, I think ever since having Ava, ever since having kids, I was like, well, yeah, that's really great for people who don't work or who don't have kids. But how do you rest when you're waking up multiple times a night and you have kids and you're working and so in my mind, I think I've just automatically excused myself from that commandment. And, and I was convicted. There's no asterisk that says, but if you're a mom, you don't have to. That's not biblical. And so this conversation has been really challenging for me because I feel like my definition of rest, which is like lying on a beach in Florida, which doesn't happen right now, needs to change. And so I'd love to hear your perspective because you're you're a working mom with three kids, so you have a lot on your plate as well. How do you define rest? Oh, gosh. Like I said, this is really, really good for me to meditate on today as well because I probably struggle with the same thing that you do, just feeling like there isn't time for rest and what does that even really mean? And when you told me about the topic today and thinking about how I define rest, I just immediately went to sleep. Okay, I'm a doctor. Sleep. How do you get quality sleep? Make sure that you don't have screen time before bed and make sure that you don't have any blue light and make sure you have complete darkness and silence. And I'm thinking about all these things, but I'm realizing I had to actually look up the definition of rest and really ponder this because rest isn't necessarily sleep. Most of us, I think, um, kind of power through our life. 
all day from one thing to the next, busy, busy, busy. And then we lay down to go to sleep at night and probably looking at our phone, the news, social media, TV, whatever it is, until we're tired enough to finally go to sleep. And then probably still lay our head on the pillow and are thinking about what we did, what we didn't do, what we're going to do tomorrow. So never really actually resting. And then we fall asleep. And the second we wake up, we're thinking about all those things again before we even open our eyes. So to truly rest maybe doesn't even necessarily mean sleep. You can definitely rest and you should rest when you're not sleeping probably. And I think that's not only resting physically, but mentally and emotionally and getting to that place where you're resting mentally and emotionally and in your quiet, the quiet, in that place where you can connect to to our source to our creator where you can actually hear god and i think that's probably the, the place of rest that most of us don't get to nearly enough and that we all probably should every day get quiet and get restful in that place where you can just open up to getting connected to god and actually hearing his voice and it made me think of a verse thinking about all this and it's psalm forty six ten: be still and know that i am god and I think that's what rest is about, getting still and and hearing from God. And it's not something that you can do when you're running around all day. Maybe you can do it when you're laying on the beach in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it just kind of depends on the environment and the situation and who you're with and who you're around, but not necessarily doing it if you're busy all day till the second that you fall asleep. Yeah, I think that's really good. And I really think about rest the same way, like rest to me for a long time has been sleep and with kids and a full schedule that it's hard to feel rested if you're not sleeping a lot. But I really like what you said that like, there's often a lot of just a race of thoughts in our head and rest is when we can actually like quiet that and become still and connect with the Lord. Mm-hmm. So how does one do that? something that I have been working on uh, and that I see a counselor and she's a believer and she just keeps saying like you know you just got to get quiet you just got to get to that quiet still place where you can just hear God's voice and that's my question too is I'm just like oh my gosh like when am I going to do that how am I going to do that who's got time for that how do you do that I think it's being intentional, setting aside time for it. If you're a parent, then being intentional and making time where maybe dad is with the kids or you have a babysitter or maybe I think for a lot of moms that are good at this, maybe it's before you get out of bed in the morning or before the kids get up. Oh my gosh. After they go to bed, before they get up, like taking the time rather than picking up your phone and scrolling on social media or watching TV being intentional with even just 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes of just quiet time and rest time where you can really get quiet, not only physically, but mentally and emotionally. Yeah, I think that's really good. I thought as you were talking, you know, like the little in-between moments of our days too. I drop off the girls at their preschool in the morning and then I have a 20-minute drive-in. And usually I'm like, calling people, talking to my family or listening to podcasts or practicing French or like I'm always filling that time with something and 
it would be a real discipline to keep it as a quiet. Like I'm still driving, so I'm not just sitting and not doing anything, but that's what I thought of when you're talking about carving out intentional time. So hard to do that in the middle of the day though, when you're jumping from one thing to the next, mm-hmm. it is for me at least. So I think figuring out when, maybe when is your most quiet time of the day already so that you're not fighting against so much. Find your quietest time of the day and and then be intentional, be more intentional with that time. Yeah, that's really good. So I'm curious to hear your perspective on how rest and the nervous system work together because you're a chiropractor and you have all kinds of other knowledge just about holistic wellness. And I know sleep is obviously a big part of that, but I'm just so curious to hear your thoughts. I know this is a very open-ended question, but about the interplay between rest and the nervous system. Yeah. So your nervous system controls everything, every function from your digestion to your heart rate to your immune system, your hormone balance to the thoughts that you have. So sometimes we want to think, okay, just be intentional. Just be intentional with rest. Just plan on the time. Just do it. Just rest. But your nervous system controls your body's ability to do that. So your nervous system is always in either a state of fight or flight or rest and digest. And we need good balance between those. And if your body is overwhelmed with stress, and that could be physical stress or it could be chemical stress, you know, things that are going in your body or on your body or what's in your environment, or it can be emotional stress, maybe it's work stress, family stress, financial stress. When there's an overwhelm of stress, your body, your nervous system gets overwhelmed and it gets stuck in that chronic, what's called sympathetic dominant state of fight or flight. And it's basically like your body can't tell the difference if if you're actually being chased by a bear or if it's just a stressor in your head, if it's a mental or emotional stressor. So when we're overwhelmed with stress, our nervous system gets stuck in that chronic, just protective state of fight or flight. It's more difficult. Like you can't just tell your body to relax and calm and rest. So the nervous system plays a huge role in it because it controls <laughs> your body's whole ability to adapt to stress or to to rest and, and relax when it needs to and recharge and heal. So yeah, that's a really, really important part of it. Yeah, I think that's so interesting and even helpful to hear too when we're trying to adapt this new practice, like we're going to feel resistance in our body. <laughs> if we're set up on the schedule, go, go, go. The cortisol is always dumping. We're always kind of going from one thing to the next. Then like that's going to make it really difficult for when we have the time set aside to just like be still and not have our thoughts still going crazy. Um, mm-hmm. So obviously chiropractic care is a big part of adjusting your nervous system to be in alignment. Um, Mm -hmm. but what are other ways that we can set up our environment so that our nervous system is in that rest, digest, or the good state, what you said? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So thinking about all of the stressors that impact that balanced state in our nervous system. So 
physical stress size is important movement's important if we're perceiving mental and emotional stress all the time and our body's not actually moving if you have a desk job or if you're sedentary that stress really accumulates in your body much faster so moving a lot is really important which seems contrary to rest in a sense but if you're not if your body isn't getting enough movement it's going to be really difficult to rest when you want to or when you need to um so that's an important piece, chemical stress. So it really does, those stressors play a role in that overall nervous system stress. So thinking about what you're eating, your diet definitely does play a role. It matters. The more chemicals and toxins and processed things you're putting into your body, the more stress your body's perceiving and the more difficult it is to rest. Those things are going to impact just chemical balance, brain balance, and chemistry, and all of that too. So you'll notice when you're eating healthier that your mood is also better, and maybe things like depression and anxiety, if you're prone to them, um, will be less if if you're eating healthier. Chemical stress can also, like I said, be things in any of your personal care products, your household products. So always reducing toxins in those areas as much as possible is gonna be super helpful too. And then, yeah, emotional stress is is the one that's kind of hard to avoid because you've got emotional stress of being a mom and taking care of your kiddos and maybe work on top of it and whatever else you've got going on in life. So those are kind of impossible. You just have to be intentional about counterbalancing those with things that do really truly recharge you and just help you rest, heal, recharge your batteries and yeah. get renewed. Okay. That's really good. So physical like movement, chemical like don't eat preservatives and yeah. <laughs> don't put toxic crap on your skin. <laughs> yeah. And yes. then emotional, that's so interesting because I think this is what I struggle with the most. The other ones are more, here's a list, just check this list. And often mm-hmm. I feel like I have a hard time controlling my emotions like at the end of the day when my toddler wants to put on her pull-up, but then it's running around naked for 20 minutes because she won't put on her pull-up and then she pees on the floor. And then, you know, you know what I mean? It's, very, it's like very hard to control at the end of, at the end of the day, you know, to, to not feel that, oh my gosh, just put your pants on, you know, to mm-hmm. not feel that emotional, annoyed feeling, you know. It's true. Our stress threshold, all these types of stress, whether it's physical stress, chemical stress, or emotional stress, our body gives them all as the same thing in a way. So think of it as like a bucket. We all have a bucket that, that holds our stress. And everybody's bucket's a different size. Some people have more of a tolerance than others. But the physical stressors, the chemical stressors, the emotional stressors all go into that bucket. And once the bucket's full, then then it overflows. And that's when, you know, you lose your cool when your toddler's freaking out. Or <laughs> that's when maybe you get sick or you get injured or you, you know, get a diagnosis or just mentally, like, feel like you can't handle anymore. So that's where if you're reducing physical stressors and chemicals, you know, physical stressors in your body, and that might be making sure you're getting a healthy amount of movement, but also with chiropractic, we can make sure we're addressing physical stress inside your body. Chemical stressors, you know, if you're eating healthy and you're exercising, you're drinking enough water and you're getting enough sleep and reducing toxins as much as you can, your threshold for your toddler stress that you can't avoid is going to be way more. 
Okay, that's such a helpful picture to think of the bucket. And you can't necessarily make the bucket get bigger, but you can make it become more empty. <laughs> well, in a way, you can make the bucket a little bit bigger. <laughs> okay. You can definitely do everything that you can to take things out of the bucket, make more room in the bucket so that you can handle more stuff. But you also can make your bucket a little bit bigger. And I feel like that's where chiropractic comes in. When you had a lower threshold before, chiropractic helps to make more room in that bucket by helping your body to function better and mm. adapt better to stress. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's a good reminder. I've been ditching my chiropractor for like weeks. So I, need to get <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's bad. <laughs> okay, so this is very helpful because this is a lot of things to kind of do an audit on in your life, to look at, at your life on an objective level and be like, where's the toxins? Where's the stressors coming from? Where am I getting enough physical activity? Like that's a lot to like look at all at once. So if there's like, one thing that someone can start doing right away that will help make their bucket bigger so that they can have the margin to rest. You know, so they're helping out their immune system, their nervous system, so that they, when they have those times of quiet, they can actually be more effective. So what's one thing that you would recommend someone start with? So I can't say chiropractic. I mean, that's just like a given. <laughs> so my one thing would for sure be chiropractic because it's going to help make your tolerance for everything else so much more and make mm -hmm. more room without having to address all the areas of stress in your life. Mm -hmm. um, chiropractic helps you adapt better to the stressors that you have and make that bucket bigger. But mm -hmm. if I'm giving you one at home tool, I think especially with our lifestyle today, unplugging just if you want to truly rest and i think we're probably all guilty of if you're at home for five minutes without the kids and nobody else is there and you have a minute to actually sit down on the couch you feel like you're resting but you probably want to get out your phone and look at that or turn on the tv or something like that and you cannot rest mentally and emotionally and create that quiet space where you can hear god if you're on social media or if you're watching tv so I think the, the biggest thing that we can do, and it, it also, it used to be, you know, humans a hundred years ago, our biggest stressor was probably more physical. Humans were more physically active and more physically worn down and to rest, they just needed to just sit still and not do anything because we were so busy being physically active and building things and, you know, physical manual labor and those kinds of jobs. Today, it's more technology. We're always on a device, we're always on a computer, we're always on a phone. So our bodies aren't as physically active, but our brains are way more active than, than ever before. And overwhelmed with stress from that technology as aspect, when our bodies aren't physically active, our body's perceiving the stress of all the things coming at us, but we're not actually physically acting that out or spending that energy. So that kind of stress is even more dangerous because our body's not really processing it. We're perceiving it, but we're not processing it. So even more getting stuck in that fight or flight zone. Mm. I think unplugging, when you have that moment to rest, make sure that you're taking that time to put the phone away, leave the TV off, put all technology and devices and everything away and just sit in the silence, which can be painfully difficult, I think, for 
for us today. But yeah, truly getting in that place where you can really hear the voice of God. And I think also, I don't know if this is still one thing or not, but I would add, keep on going. <laughs> I would add do that in nature if possible. Get outside, go outside barefoot, connect with the ground, get fresh air, sunshine. Um, other ways to connect with nature, like drinking herbal teas, using mm. essential oils, like just connecting with nature in those ways is really going to help take you to that quiet place of solitude and really being able to connect with God even more easily. Mm. I love that. Yeah. I think that's really good. Okay. That is a tough task. Like it's so easy. Just unplug. Don't get on your phone when you have a minute. Mm. And that's very difficult. So that's going to be yes. our challenge for whenever we launch this podcast. And mm-hmm. so to close, I usually will read a poem, but for today I thought of Psalm 23. And so that is what I'm going to read to close us. Nice. Okay. So Psalm 23, it's in the message. God, my shepherd, I don't need a thing. You have bedded me down in lush meadows You find me quiet pools to drink from. True to your word, you let me catch my breath and send me in the right direction. Even when the way goes through Death Valley, I'm not afraid when you walk at my side. Your trusty shepherd's crook makes me feel secure. You serve me a six-course dinner right in front of my enemies. You revive my drooping head, my cup brims with blessing. Your beauty and love chase after me every day of my life. I'm back home in the house of God for the rest of my life. I love that. That's amazing. I love that so much. Yeah, it's really good. Okay, well, thank you so much for joining. This has been really good, and I feel more rested after this conversation. Oh, good. I feel much more focused and intentional. And yeah, thanks so much for having me. What a fantastic conversation. I'm so thankful for sharing that time with Dr. Brittany. And I just feel like I have a very clear direction of what I need to do to set up my body to rest really well. I'll put in the show notes where you can find Dr. Brittany so you can follow her practice. If you're in the Lincoln area, I definitely recommend you go check it out and be on the lookout for Instagram stories too. I'm going to post the challenge for this week that we can all practice together. So thank you guys again for joining and I hope you guys have a great rest of your week.